what it is. This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. episode of hard factor it is thursday april 15th 2021 episode number 668 i'm will we got mark pat wes and bubba producing uh and boys uh fat boy summer is just rolling on rolling on i I assembled my grill today so that i can meet rule number five which is we established yesterday to grill once a week it's gaining some serious momentum i i think by the actual summertime, what June twentieth, the first day of summer. We know that because the fatathon. Mm-hmm. I think by June twentieth, there's going to be it's going to be international. Hope so. Mm. I, I think so too. Uh, Pat, how are you doing over there? You're lo- looking good. You're in the Bernard Sanders. Yeah, shirt. young Bernie Look Sanders, kind of my hero. So uh, me and the lady at the bodega, heroes. Uh, Bernie Sanders is the hero. So went to buy a pack of smoke. She said, "Is that Bernie Sanders?" I said, "Yeah." She said, "Cool." I said, "Yeah, it's pretty cool." So she said. Let's wow. share him. Yeah, let's share him. I said that's his, that's his mode. That's what he's into. You want half the shirt? <laughs> I hope you told her to have a great fucking day because that new like uh, Etsy script you got on your wall behind you that says "Have a great fucking day." Yeah, I got nice. "Have a great fucking day" cut out in aluminum, uh, aluminum letters in the style of "Live, Laugh, Love." So I'm pretty excited about it. Is is Spork into that? <laughs> See. Uh, he hasn't been in here okay. yet, but I'm sure he's going to like it. I think he might. I think he might like it. It it, it really adds a touch of class to your. That's what I was going for. Your yeah. Studio. Yeah. Nice. Uh, something else that adds a touch of class to your studio is your lady, Kate Barstool, and I think oh. she's joining us for the first. Story that was supposed to be a surprise. That what? Yeah. Oh, what? Why don't we just? Well, let's just cut that part. <laughs> well, why don't? Hey, I got an idea. Why don't we do? The buzz, we're doing the buzz second today, right? Because we got a big story up first, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yep. It's it's all no, yours. It's okay. I don't that. think you have to apologize for anything because we cut the part you're sorry about out already. On Wednesday, <laughs> President Biden formally announced okay. plans to end America's military presence in Afghanistan by September 11th. A key date, right? In a speech he gave from the same room in the White House that President Bush announced the beginning of the war 20 years ago. And uh, let's roll the clip. After consulting closely with our allies and partners, with our military leaders and intelligence personnel, with our diplomats and our development experts, with the Congress and the vice president, as well as with Mr. Ghani and many others around the world, I've concluded that it's time to end America's longest war. It's time for American troops to come home. I spoke yesterday with President Bush to inform him of my decision. While he and I have had many disagreements over policy throughout the years, we're absolutely united in our respect and support for the valor, courage, and integrity of the women and men of the United States Armed Forces who served. I'm immensely grateful for the bravery and backbone that they have shown through nearly two decades of combat employments. We as a nation are forever indebted to them and to their families. There's no 
and uh, yeah, wow. And I think Bush was like, "Wait, we're still doing that? Yeah, get him out of there." And I think we have a special (laughs) guest, right? That was a troop. Hey! Hey. Oh, oh, there we go. How's it going, Kate? My audio. You're on mute. Hello. What's up? I'm coming in hot on mute. First of all, you're welcome for my service and for me coming on your show this evening. I I put a top on Mm. and covered my nipples for this, so that's kind of a big deal. But uh, huge deal, Biden. Wow, a man who knows how to pull out. Pat, did you you pay attention to that? <laughs> okay. This one's on you, my yeah, dear. I but did my I mean, part. I you know, I follow a ton of people in the veteran community <laughs> on Twitter and you know, a lot of my friends have been reaching out and we've been texting and the general feeling is that of just like it's just a moral injury, man. It's like a couple things that this is happening on September eleventh. Mm. I don't know why they would pick that as the date because this this isn't a victory. It is by weird, any right? means. Yeah. This is it's a with it's kind of like a well like a tail withdrawal. between our legs yeah. slinking away, which why would you do that on September eleventh? Like Are you saying are you saying it's like uh celeb- like going to rehab on like Yeah, New it's like yeah, like it's like what are we okay, that's that's <laughs> fine. Um yeah. but it's just one of those like as cliche yeah, as it sounds can't stop asking myself like what was the point of all that? Twenty years, like why? And as somebody who has has lost friends in that country and um who has friends who have lost limbs and friends who and like not not to be a giant buzzkill on your show but like friends who have dealt with things afterwards and i don't know it's just really um it just sucks to hear all the politicians saying oh you know all the troops should be so proud all the veterans should be so proud and the mission they accomplished the mission and it's like i was there twice and i couldn't tell you what the mission was what were we doing like i i don't know so it's just kind of really bittersweet i do believe it's well past time to get out of there but at the same time you just can't help but reflect and think like what what the hell what was the point 20 years nobody could they were waiting they're waiting for that 20 year anniversary. Yeah, we're just waiting for a good anniversary. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. yeah. Wanted to make it yeah. good for the TV. Uh, yeah, it's been so politicized. Like, what's the difference? Like, Trump had already said we were leaving in May. And then now Biden's like, well, I've decided September. So, like, it's just completely politicized. I mean, it's good they're pulling out, right? And but, it has like, been for, I mean, every show, president, basically. what, this is the fourth president then, now to be, to reside over this war. And every single one yeah. of them has used it in a different way. Four. I know Trump's plan was, yeah. I think, to leave some forces behind. And this plan is a complete and total, like, nobody's getting left behind. There's going to be no support. And that's bittersweet, too. The Afghan people who have worked with us, I fear that they are in for a world of hurt. Once we're completely gone and all of a sudden they're on their own yeah. to face who it's like cockroaches that the, the Al Qaeda and the Taliban didn't go away and the insurgents didn't go away. They're just skittered. And it's like they're like the cockroaches. They're going to be there. We are thinking. Well, yeah, we are thinking ta- about leaving the U.S. ambassadors. Yeah. There so there's that. So they're they're but, they're they're screwed uh, <laughs> without a guard yeah. against the Taliban. So tell us about like, the people, ISIS think, and Al Qaeda like. What do you think? I mean, there was already so much corruption there. They already had their fingers so deep into that. And that's the other thing, too. We tried to put our our form of government in the way we do things. We spent 20 years trying to take this culture that was so opposite and different than ours and and force our way of life on it. And we're like, why isn't it working? Whoa. Um, For 20 years, we did that. And there's so much corruption already. The Taliban 
It's like an analogy yeah, for our apartment. Yeah. But, but they yeah, already sorry, just continue, had their fingers so deep in it. I mean, I think it's going to be another power vacuum. I think it's going to be, if you look at the history of Afghanistan, look at what happened after Russia yeah. left. Look at what happened after the country. People have been in there since like the 1700s with the same results. So I don't know. Uh Right. Why do people keep fighting battles there? Because like it's, historically, it's never been like really conquered or held. Right. It's right? a constant it's battleground like and a constant battleground. That too. Right? I just came on like, here to be a huge Debbie Downer, but I'm like that crazy old veteran. I'm like, well, let me tell you. Um, that's the thing too. Nine <laughs> eleven. Yeah. Why don't you just read off the yeah, anniversaries? Please, of let me tell you how they. Um, just, but yeah. the brains yeah. and the money behind nine eleven wasn't. It wasn't Afghan like that. And then we spent 20 years fighting small time insurgents all over Afghanistan Saudi. that had nothing to do right. with 9-11, really. So it's just the whole thing was just a quagmire. What classic yeah. America. Kate, do you think do you think like right. do you think that I mean, obviously, this like the whole thing sucks. There's no doubt about it. And you're sitting there saying, I, you know, you were bummed out before the show because we asked you to come on and do this. And you were reading and you were thinking about your friends who you lost over there and the time you spent there. Like we got to get out of there. There's no doubt about it, right? But but do you think that it might have been I don't know better for the veteran community if Biden had been like, here's what we accomplished, right? And uh, here's what, or is there no answer to that question, right? Is there no way to say we got some stuff done, and uh, or at least like no, I, don't I think know, we all I mean, turd, we all had you know? moments where we could see good things that were being done by troops there. Like there was a lot of good stuff, but it just. In the big picture, anybody who was there could be like, well, that was a waste. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just truly, you can't paint a turd, like, make it look nice. Right. There's just, it just is what it right. is. So I guess at this point, it's just ripping the Band-Aid off is all they can really do. Because otherwise. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. When is yeah. it going to end? Yeah. yeah. According to the deal. Yeah, you were just like. Oh, sorry. It's like a world police beat. Yeah, like this one guy, like, we're not Anthony Kordsman, right. he's a security analyst we're, at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. But he said about like pulling out, it's going to have major strategic benefits at relatively low mm. risk. And he said it will be a tragedy, but the time has come for strategic equivalent of a mercy killing. And that's like what this is at this point. This It's like a mercy killing out of Afghanistan is the only way Whoa. I think you can look at it. Like that's so depressing, but yeah. But I'm emotional these days, and I'm all dark. in on it. Yeah. Uh, so according to the, let's have a good cry, boys. <laughs> there we go. According to the, the so DOD, 2,500 U.S. troops died in Afghanistan, and over 20,000, 157,000 Afghans, um, including 43,000 civilians. So that that too, people forget. And there's going to be a lot more after we leave. So that's a lot. Yeah. And what's going to happen to them? Yeah. And also, there's a lot of NATO. Right. People. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of NATO presence, I guess, as well. That people are worried about uh and the ambassadors yeah. the five ambassadors that are going to get killed uh so what happens if if after you know the troops are pulled out if if you know the same thing happens uh, are we going to go back in are we going to use the same excuse i mean what do they tell you while you were over there uh while you were there um you know you were fighting <laughs> i don't think that's how the, well, the whole point was it's like was coin <laughs> what here's your motivation it's like the pulling, whole oh they might have told them there might like, be some they might have told yeah. them something. you pull you pull well, your knowing us, what will we do if it happens again probably the same thing but we'd stay for 40 years uh it seems like we're just really good at repeating our mistakes um but the whole point mm. of the war mm. was the that they pushed to us so hard was coin counterinsurgency and so you build up the infrastructure of the country um 
both politically and even as much as going down into the small villages and building up the infrastructure there of like roads and and services for the people so that they don't need to rely on the Taliban or Al Qaeda anymore. It's kind of like they're kind of like the mafia in those areas, helping the people live their lives. Um, and so if you don't, if they don't need them anymore, there's no need for them. And that kind of squishes them out, but it didn't work that way at all. It just right. didn't, it was kind okay. of a, yeah. Got Okay. Yeah. But what if they and come back and take it time and time again, like, that know, as we've left force. certain areas, That's, they've just come right back in the area. I was in Marja was one of the top, um, it was a huge poppy area. It was one of the top heroin producing areas of, and that's where Al Qaeda got a lot of their money and blah, blah, blah. As soon as we had this huge battle to take it over, um, it was kind of a famous, if you look up the battle of Marja and then like literally a month after we pulled our presence from that area, it was back to normal again. The Al Qaeda took it over again. So it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, of course. Right. It's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's they their live there, area. Right? It's their, it's their town. There, so, mean, yeah, they're local. They're local. The car, the car <laughs> passed through. Game on. Um, not every, yeah. not everyone's thrilled with Biden's decision uh, Decision to pull all the troops out. Like Sen- our favorite uh, excitable senator from South Carolina, Lindsey Graham, was pissed. And he said, oh, my God, y'all, this is crazy. With all due <laughs> respect to President Biden, you have not ended the war. You've extended it. Gosh. But and then he finished it with, but it'll yeah. be good to see the boys come out. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, hey, Katie, thank you for coming on. Uh, we appreciate you, you yeah. bringing this down or dip in the middle of terrible. our show. We do uh, thank you for your service. Day. <laughs> uh, yes, thank you. Well, well, hold on, real quick before you go. <laughs> before you go, uh, one positive that could come out of this, right, is the burn pit stuff, right? So, like, that's what John Stewart's done, doing. Where, where can our listeners check um, out? You can just Venmo like, what's me. What's going on with the veterans? So it's, yeah, help. Kate M sixty nine at uh, uh, just send me your money. Um, but oh. yeah, no, just do yeah. There's the burn pits. I can't believe our son doesn't have three eyeballs. Should have told you about that before we had unprotected sex. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there's nice. all sorts of fun stuff that comes along with it. But thanks for having <laughs> me on. I'm gonna. Well, no, Kate. Kate, before you go, do you have any rapes you you've been experienced that you want to talk about? Yeah, you where do I begin? You know, you want to the, get off your chest? Yeah, the military. <laughs> <laughs> you are setting me yeah. up for a real terrible rest of the day here, Mark. We can oh, cut some of this if times, it's too dark. Times. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. No, I I really your enjoyed tax it. Money Thank hard you, at work. Just yeah, think I, of it I that way during this tax season. So. Trillions, probably. We're probably. What was the total? What was the total bill on that? That must. That's two point two point two trillion. Think of all the the troops who had never left this country before, who got a chance Um, to masturbate in a porta john in the Middle East. I mean, that's that's a once in a lifetime. They saw. They saw the world. Never right. Never have I ever. Yeah. Well, look, it will be good to have them back at home. Yeah, they can do it in the porta johns here. God damn it. Positive. So thanks, guys. There you go. Yeah, that's noted. right. And in and in cars, and we're gonna re- and then we report about that. Pat, you want to <laughs> okay. you want to cut and give thanks, Kate a hug? guys. Yeah, yeah. We'll see you in the other I room. Hope that one, I'm so sorry. I'm such a downer. Okay. Thank, you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Kate. All right. Now we're just headed into the daily buzz. Buzz is up second, as Mark said at the top. So it's a top five again today. Number five is Chet Hanks. He's trending because he released a terrible rap song and video, rap video for White Boy Summer. I don't know if you guys saw he got hit in the head with a butt cheek. Uh, but also, 
but also trending because his ex-girlfriend, Kiana Parker, is suing him for $1 million. She's seeking damages for assault and battery and intentional infliction of emotional distress uh, in a suit she filed on Tuesday. One of the incidents she's referring to, among many, is an alleged one where Hanks uh, was in New Orleans Hotel grabbed her by the wrist uh, to like start yelling at her, pushing her, trying to express how angry he was, eventually smashed a bottle in her direction. Um, and this is so she's suing him for a million, saying she's distressed Whoa. over his terrible, terrible, you know, action. This is not like so, this is so not mm-hmm. like Chet. Yeah. Is is Chet is Chet good or is he bad? Well, I guess the question is, do we cancel on accusations now or do we wait for the court of law or is there evidence? You got you to gotta wait. Yeah. You got you got to wait. Uh, also, um, she's scared of his gun. Apparently, she says he has a gun that, that he's not stable enough mentally to handle. Uh, Chet has, of course, filed a countersuit alleging that Kiana stole his money to take a friend on vacation, has threatened him with uh, plant pots um, in his home uh, and knives, guns and large menacing men that she's brought to his house as well. So pretty much exactly what you'd expect from the maker. It's like a uh, Three White Stooges Bush. episode over there. They're breaking plant pots over each other's heads. Yeah, he claims that she sliced him with a knife and broke <laughs> a plant pot over his face, and like and like brought some dudes to the house Damn. to threaten him. But yeah, you, you know, yeah, like everywhere that guy goes, everything that happens to him in his life is is bookended with big fan of your dad's work, though. Like the guys that came over to intimidate him, they they were probably like, yeah, and f- if you touch her again, I'll fuck you up. Also, your dad is American treasure. He's really just a hero of mine. He is the man. But like Tom, it's so weird, like how how Chet is such like a sh- shithead, and then Tom is just well, look, like yeah, the hey, look, best Will, actor in the Apple world. Like, well, what's, Tom, what's, Tom <laughs> gave a lot to us, his not children. Right. Okay, he it's gave true. us a lot of joy, like Andy Reid, and, Andy uh, Reid style. Okay, you know, you know when those goofs come over, he gave a lot to his team, and his kids have some problems. You know when uh, those goons come over, they're like, "I'm the captain now." I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, just throwing, yeah. throwing yeah. Tom Hanks lot, lines yeah. at him. That's true. You'd think though, with Tom Hanks as your dad, that's like America's dad. You'd be like, you'd be like, you'd think that it would give you a leg up. You, you'd want to give him a talking um, to that his dad didn't because you're so embarrassed with him. <laughs> yeah. Number four uh, is the politics. Uh, Biden announced the U.S. will leave Afghanistan by 9/11, which we just talked about with Kate uh, and uh, Mark uh, gave us some good details on that. Also, South Dakota Governor Christy Noem is catching heat for saying that she's not taking any catch and release illegal immigrants from the border who are, you know, crossing illegally because, you know, basically, apparently some are being flown to other states uh, to get out of Texas after they illegally cross and are released by Border Patrol. Really? Uh, I doubt, yeah. And so Twitter was going nuts saying that she's a bitch for saying that. I doubt she gives a flying fuck because I'm positive South Dakotans are OK yeah, with that. I, I want to figure out exactly so. what's going on, because because like you have Alex Jones down there who's like a fucking obviously, you know. A liar. Uh, talk about some Christian charity shipping these people to different states. What are we? Well, there's a lot of reports. No, yeah, I that, want to figure out what, like, it's definitely what the catch situation and is. Like, exactly. Like, what? The, the Border Patrol is absolutely just processing them and releasing them. They're like, they're so like they, bass. They're, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's catch and release all day. <laughs> and some of them allegedly are being flown up. And Christy Noem's like, I'm not taking that. People on Twitter think that they're dunking on her when, in fact, she's actually happy that you're dunking on her because her. 
state probably loves the fact she said that. Number three, well, you, what's up? You got to connect at like four airports to get to South Dakota. There's no direct. There's literally no direct flights there. That was all the Twitter jokes. It was all coastal oh, elites well. making that joke. Uh, number three, <laughs> uh, trending movie trailers uh, this week is uh, Army of the Dead, uh, which is about uh, Las Vegas zombies starring Dave Bautista. Oh, that comes sounds out May terrible. Starring Dave Bautista. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yeah. The trailer is okay. Uh, and then also trumping uh, uh, Army of the Dead is Fast 9. That trailer came out this week. Talk about an all-time fat boy summer guy, Dom Toretto. Uh, in this Fast 9, John Cena plays his little brother, antagonist. And Bubba, I think we've got an excerpt from the trailer. If you could roll it, please. Uh, we're going to take the risk here on this one. Ready. You ready? Oh, oh, ready. So how do you all want to play this? Fast. We're going. Oh, we're going. Oh. I gotta ask: was was the mother of Dom and John Cena on some like uh, fertility drugs or something? Because there's a serious height disparity that brothers just don't have, right? Um, Vin Diesel, John yeah. Cena. It's about it's about a two foot difference. Well, it could it could be like same mother, no, different no, father? Well, are you know, they? Yeah, it could be like different. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think Cena's that yeah. tall. Oh, just because Cena's like six six. Uh, Vin Diesel's like five four. Vin Diesel's like you know his Dom started drinking Vin, coffee. Vin early, Diesel's short. Vin Diesel's short, but I don't know if Cena's that tall. But it'll be funny to watch. I mean, like Cena versus well, versus uh, I mean, he, Dom Torrento. Cena's uh, not Vin bigger Diesel, than The Rock, and Dom Torrento's stood toe to toe with The Rock, so. He's he's going to do yeah. fine. I'm not saying that he's so short he can't interact with oh. taller people. I'm saying it just doesn't make sense that he's blood of <laughs> Look, taller people. You know what's going to happen? Ludacris is you also going to happen. So is Tyrese. It's, it's, it's the same great. same plot line of all the Fast movies, which I I watch all eight of them again before this movie comes out for the fifth time. Uh, John Cena is going to end up teaming up with them in the next one or at the end of this movie. He's going to kick their ass all movie, and at yeah. the very very end, John mm-hmm. Cena is going to be like, "I love you, brother," and they're going to remember like a bonding moment, and they're going to hug, and they're going to be brothers in Fast Ten. John Cena is going to be a good guy, hundred percent guaranteed. Exact. <laughs> love it. Love it. Great yeah. great character arc too. Love it. They're going to have to exactly. face a bigger threat. Their third a, brother a or something, evil. or their sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, number two sports update. Man City, nice call, Mark, uh, and Real Madrid, uh, both advanced in the uh, UEFA Champions League quarterfinals. They will face PSG and Chelsea, respectively, next Tuesday in the first leg of the semifinals. Mark, staying hot on the soccer picks. Man City money line yeah. cashes. I, um, yeah, I think, um, I think I want to pick Man City or PSG to win it all. Ooh, uh, yeah. I, know, I they, think the winner playing each other, right? So Real Madrid's not as strong this year. Oof, they are. They yeah. are both looking good. Also in sports news, on a man in Pittsburgh, uh, and we got an image of that. Uh, he fucked this guy's eye up. If it was really him, uh, this guy DeVincent Spriggs. Oh. he intends to press charges, and he got his eye jacked up uh, allegedly by Aaron Donald. So it's like a Holy shit. And it was like uh, late night Pittsburgh. Uh, And Jadavion Clowney is now on the Browns. That's the sports update. And number one uh, on today's Daily Buzz, RIP rest in pain to one of the biggest scumbags of all time, Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff famously operated a Ponzi scheme uh, where he swindled families out of billions of dollars, telling them that they were investing in a sure thing. Turned out to just be his personal family bank account. Um, Yeah. Ponzi scheme. Bernie Madoff died. died You know, a lot of people don't know this, but Madoff is is partly responsible for the Bobby Bonilla deal, (laughs) which was a great deal for Bonilla because the 
Yeah, exactly. Bonilla should be uh, thanking Madoff because, well, he's dead now. But yeah, the Mets were investing with Madoff. So they were like, man, we're getting a much higher return than the interest on this money over here with Bonilla. We could we could afford Bonilla for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Big time. In 20 years, we'll be so rich. Give him a lifetime contract. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, rest in pain. I agree. I like that. Rest in pain. Yeah, that fuck Bernie Madoff. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, RIP also to LSU freshman Corey Gautier, uh, who was found dead in the Mississippi River after missing for a week. Very sad to see that going on in Baton Rouge. And... Update from yesterday, Johnson & Johnson vaccine was not approved to go back to use after the special meeting where they said it probably would be cleared to go back to use again. So just an absolute face plant from the federal government on the J&J. Someone must have. Yeah. yeah, they found they found two more blood. Yeah, someone cases. must have raised a strong point being like, we, we can't. Yeah, yeah like, uh, so it's at least another week um, and they're going to keep trying to bury that story. And today's Daily Buzz was brought to you by our amazing sponsor who makes clothes so comfortable they feel like they're from the future. I'm talking about cuts clothing. Fellas, the sport of business means demanding excellence from your craft and wardrobe. Your fits need to be versatile, blending timeless style and comfort so that you look as good as you feel. Uh, For that, there's cuts clothing. Cuts, shirts, polos, hoodies, and crew sweatshirts are made for the man who works hard, plays hard, and never settles for less. All in the sport of business. Built for performance in the boardroom, the bar, or the gym. Cuts clothing keeps you sharp wherever the game takes you. Consider the new Klutz Clothing hoodie they've developed with Hyperloop French Terry fabric, a textile uh, that's temperature con- controlled and ageless, so you'll never want to take it off. It's like it's the most comfortable hoodie I've ever worn. The shirts, the polos are also amazing. Uh, Cuts is premium with a purpose. It's not just lifestyle. It, it, oh, wait. It's not just a lifestyle. It's not just clothing. It's office leisure apparel apparel for the sport of business. Mm. Uh, Get 15% off your first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash hard factor. That's cutsclothing.com slash hard factor for 15% off the only shirt worth wearing. You're the first guy that said office correctly all week. You can tell we work from home. Uh, (laughs) And I got one more sponsor for you guys. Um, It was supposed to be tied to the troop story because, but it's not just troops. It's, it's everyone, uh, you need to work on your mental health. You need to take care of yourself and trying to balance work, home relationships and everything else is challenging for everyone. And on top of every day obligations, we have to deal with underlying fear and uncertainty from the pandemic with many of our normal support systems, no longer in place. Working with a therapist can give you that support you're missing right now. Having someone to talk through your worries and to help prioritize what's really important can work wonders because now more than ever, it's a good idea to seek out a little extra help for our busy demanding mm. lives. Everyone can 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 get some help in talking to people. It's 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 not taboo whatsoever. Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform that has thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more. Your therapist can help you set and achieve your goals. And, you know, like I've always been curious about talking to a therapist and and the barrier of entry has always been an issue for me. Like it's expensive. Does my insurance cover it? If I have insurance, I need to get in a car and go fucking to this therapist that's none of that is the case with Talkspace. It's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages messages to your therapist 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace to match with a licensed therapist today. Go to Talkspace.com. Make sure you use the code HARDFACTOR. That's one word to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's HARDFACTOR and Talkspace.com. All right. All right. 
Good message. Uh, guy's going to play a little game with you, yes. okay? Um, I want you to tell me, what's the word for a woman who is banging a married man? She is mistress. his blank. Woman that's yeah, mistress. Yeah, mistress. Girlfriend, okay, guys, but also guys, si- that's, that's, that's side very piece. Unco- that's very uncool. You guys are, you guys are monsters. What You're about not side piece? To use that word anymore, okay? The, mis- the mistress, side piece is okay, but mistress, homewrecker, is very, very homewrecker's hmm. fine. Clam um, jam, it, it, clam jam is good. Um, you're not supposed to use mistress anymore. It's off right. the secretary. Table, okay? <laughs> secretary. The secretary. Very. That's fine. Yeah. Whore is <laughs> okay. fine. Um, so yeah, you're not supposed to, but mistress is off the table. The wokes have come for the word mistress. Um, you guys Whoa. can know it's no longer acceptable to describe a woman who is banging a married man as a mistress. But there's a okay, mister. First, I don't. Okay. All that's right. what they need is, well, is your defense. The mistresses. Right. Yeah. First, let's let's look at the definition of the word mistress. There are a Ooh. few from Merriam-Webster. I'm going to read them in real quick. First, a woman who has power, authority, or ownership, like a headmistress of a school or something, my kind <laughs> yeah. of school. Uh, second, a woman... A lot yeah, of desks in school. that school, huh, Wes? <laughs> oh, there's a few desks in that school. Second, a woman who has achieved uh, mastery in some field. She can master my field any day, you know what I mean? Uh, third, something personified as a female that rules, directs, or dominates. Example, my hand is the mm. mistress of... Of my penis. Uh, fourth, and here is the the juice: a woman other than his wife, with whom a married man has a continuing sexual relationship, also dominates. So why like can't you say that? So. so are they only taking away that one part of it? Headmistress is still good, right? Headmistress is yeah, okay. She is. They just don't want you to. Re- <laughs> yeah, they're all good. They're all good. So she's so the headmistress. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, really, uh, she only uh, does one thing to me. Yep. Cleans right. the hand. So th- there you have it. The definition of mistress. Who cares, right? We all know what the fuck uh, a mistress is. Plenty of other meaner terms like there. We went over some like Pat Homewrecker, adulterous side piece, slut whore. You got the idea. But according to the woke writers over at the AP Storybook, which apparently – set standards for language usage within the media landscape, um, they have done this for years, um, have decided mistress isn't cool anymore. And they put out a tweet, which is actually from 2016, but it resurfaced on Tuesday, explaining that we should all be using alternatives to describe these family-wrecking devils. And um, here's the tweet, quote, don't use the term mistress for a woman who is in a long-term sexual relationship with and is financially supported by a man who is married to someone else. Instead, Use an alternative like companion, friend, or lover on the first reference and provide additional huh. details later. No. What? Sorry. The word mistress yeah. gets it done. The word yeah. friend does not. Wait, the I don't, word lover I don't, does yeah, not. I don't know that she's banging a married guy unless you say mistress. If you say <laughs> yeah. lover, I just think that they're together and there's nothing else to the story. <laughs> yeah, now, the guy's they, a monster, right. obviously, too. But well, what, again, what, why sure, are it forced to use more derogatory terms? Like, I'm gonna, you're going to have to go to no. side piece now. And that, I mean, so calling somebody this a side so piece stupid. is worse than mistress. Mistress, mistress doesn't sound yeah. that bad. Mistress is almost like but, respectable. Okay, you, the whole, yeah, it's just it's a right. slap in the it's face exotic. to whoever came up with the word mistress because it's very specific and it, and it accomplishes like a word that you can say it and people know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. My book, right. good word, yeah. right. effective word. Why why make it more ambiguous? Why would you do that? Okay, well, I'll just skip to the reason, then we'll go over some what Twitter the reactions. Wife, what the does reason, the wife have to call her? That's, she gets to call her a whore, right? <laughs> the wife yeah. calls her a... Yeah, right? This young, yeah, she dumb her, slut. Yeah. <laughs> Dead lady. Um, yeah, so... Matter uh, at the gym. The reason, the, the reason is, is that there's no equal word for a man. 
Right? Sure. A, a man can sure. be. There's no. There's no equal. Scumbag. So there's no term yeah. like yes. Yeah, yeah. Scumbag. No, it's jerk, a, isn't like, it like you know, a cuck, dead piece of cuck, shit. Adulterer. Cucker. No, adulterer. adulterer yes. But that can no. be either no. sex. Mister. Well, I've I've heard the term Mister used before. Yeah, nah, why don't we just make up a word no, for a married guy that's cheating on his wife and, 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 and make it like a really derogatory term? It, but it can only be... Yeah, yeah for males. Well, yeah, they just make a word okay. for a man. Okay. Let's make a word for a man. I, I agree. I agree, because Mr. Just... Yeah, part- leave Mr. Stallone. Now let's just add another cool word to insult what about these dick, jerks. Uh, the dickster. Right. Dick, dick. Yeah, can we hyphenate it? Can we uh, slay yeah. king? Slay king. I don't think... You shouldn't... That's, that's well, we cannot combine it. Slay king. That's the direction you want to go. Yeah, you call him like... They'll love it if you call him like, like, like the coxster. Yeah, you call him a hero? Yeah, yeah. Champion. The guys don't care. Yeah, it's the line. <laughs> so of course, Twitter exploded with uh, how fucking woke this w- uh, was. And they, 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 this they guy's a real Johnny Appleseed, if you know what mm, I'm saying. There you go. Right? No, it's it doesn't. They don't care. Um, so a lot of celebrities, a lot of uh, big names chimed in. Ian Michaels uh, Chong, whose whose Twitter is absolutely wild, says the word the right word is whore, <laughs> maybe hooker or prostitute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Megan Kelly said, "I like a fair partner, no ambiguity." Uh, Jack uh, uh, Posobiec. Uh, how do you say his last name? I think people just call him Poso. Yeah, he, he's a. Yeah, Jack Poso. He says concubine, consort, I like concubine. Uh, courtesan, and. Yeah, concubine. And then Rachel uh, said, don't call the murderers. Use another term like, quote, person who was in a room with two alive yep. people and then became the only alive person in there and provide details. Rachel later. nailed so it. Just make it be a little, yeah, be a little funny. To shut um, uh, yeah. And then Cassandra said, obviously, someone at AP is banging a married dude. <laughs> gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also so true. <laughs> What are they well, doing dude, with the their AP fucking day? St- that has, they have the, that has been like sliding. I don't know if you guys like look, what, like read them as a news outlet, but their quality has been dropping off a cliff for the last like two years. It's um, but yeah, yeah. I only check them for oddities. I love um, the AP because yeah, they're a wire they're, service, but they used but they're to usually be pretty much, good. Much better now. They're really sliding. Oh. Yeah, so they updated the tweet, and now it says in the beginning, we now say not to use the archaic and sexist term mistress, mistress for a woman. Um, so they it's, added it's archaic, archaic to it. It's, it's like, yes, they did. Oh, yes. that yeah. means this is absolutely. It, once you put archaic, it's it's the and this is what the, the AP is doing. They're pulling yeah. the uh, like the Wapo like we we know best card all the time. And like it's that's not their job. They're supposed mm-hmm. to fucking report the news. But like the AP, all of a sudden, the last two years has become like this moral bastion of telling you what's right yeah. and wrong. It's like fuck you, AP. Tell me what the fuck just happened and broke breaking news. That's your job. Yeah, there were. There was a lot of Kamala references in the comments, too, and I, I didn't quite understand it. Like, is this because Kamala doesn't want to be called mistress or something like that? Because it's, you know, I don't know if she's because she's in charge. She is technically head, a woman who's in charge of mistress. something. So she is technically she's a, a mistress. mistress she's a head right mistress. Now. But exactly. She's not in charge so. of shit. Well, the president's but she's, in charge but of if, shit. if something were to happen well, to she's his She's in charge ass. of the border. She'd be in charge of shit. No one calls. In the future, no one calls. Yeah. She's the mistress. No of one the border. calls someone that's in charge of something <laughs> that's a woman outside of the school I system know. a mistress. It's it, you don't call yeah. the vice president or the CEO of a company the mistress of the company. It's just not something you do. You call someone that has sex with a married person. They just got to make a name for a man. For right. Men. Yep. It's all. Yeah. Yeah. So, and okay. that's that. All no right. more mistress guys. I'm gonna keep saying it, gentlemen. I have a very special, very lovable, and most importantly, very good boy Mm. to tell you about. And I'm, of course, talking about Officer Clarence, the nation's very first police comfort dog. 
And guys, Clarence had a very, very big day yesterday. Uh, <laughs> Clarence is oh, a nine-year-old. Look at him. What a handsome wow. good boy. Look at that good boy. Put some pictures up with Clarence. He's a nine-year-old who specializes in helping first responders after crises. Uh, he's also 160 pounds. St. Bernard, who hates exercise, love getting pets, and is partial to the cool marble floors of the <laughs> U.S. Capitol, which is where he spent the day on Wednesday, uh, giving the fine people of this country exactly what they needed right now, which is a heavy oh, dose yeah. of comfort. Because he's a comfort dog. Yeah. That's his only comfort gig. Comfort dogs are the best, really. I'm comforted just from looking at his picture. Dude, he's such a king. Uh, he's such a such a slay king. He's such a coxman. <laughs> yeah, a, a you're, you're working it out. You're working it out. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Guys, Clarence and his roommate, Deputy Police Chief William Gordon, made the trip to D.C. Uh, this week after they were invited by a group in which they both hold membership called K-9 First Responders. And they went to attend the services of the slain Capitol uh, Hill police officer, William Evans, who was killed while protecting the Capitol earlier this month when some terror asshole decided he hated his life so much that he'd ruined someone else's and rammed his car into the 18-year veteran. Uh, bummer, but uh, Clarence is there trying to make people feel better, yeah. and he's doing his damnedest. His, his normal routine, guys, includes about four cups of kibble per day and about 20 hours of naps. And that routine was turned a little upside down this week as Clarence had a packed schedule of comforting. Uh, but Clarence was up for the task. He and seven other very good boys and girls spent their time at the Capitol Rotunda comforting those who came to pay respects to Evans, whose body lied in honor this week. Um, Clarence, Clarence comforted, uh, comforted members mm. of Congress, the officer's uh, wife, family and children, uh, members of the press and uh, even the irresponsible dog owner, Joseph R. Biden. <laughs> according to according to Clarence's roommates, he said, quote, when the president followed, he's talking about followed Nancy Pelosi out of a meeting. He came to Clarence, caressed both of his cheeks and forehead, <laughs> oh no, and then kissed him on the snout. Uh, and then he thanked me and shook my hand and walked away. So I guess we could have guessed that that's how that interaction went. Kissed the because dog. He w whispered in his he ear, whispered his ear, bite everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I would have loved uh, to see uh, Clarence get a uh, look at Major. Just to see what that interaction would have been like. The ultimate chillest right, dog yeah. versus like the ultimate not met... chillest dog. Like, <laughs> oh, but uh, Clarence well, Clarence's chillness would would, yeah, would would yeah. take over. But like, has he been meddled, Pat? And we have a, like a video of him getting meddled because that he hasn't been meddled. Mm. Uh, Pelosi did give uh, some sort of coin, which is important mm. to officers uh, to them. Uh, but Clarence does have his own baseball wow. card. Uh, who, yeah, everyone who received Clarence's services got a little take home to remember the nice. chillest day of their lives, which is Clarence on a baseball card. And he's set to leave D.C. on Friday for his home in Greenfield, Massachusetts, for some much needed R&R, &R, where, where he will reunite with uh, Officer Donut, the deputy's, uh, the department's uh, younger mm. comfort dog, who's still in training. Uh, but guys, let's take it to the internet real quick. Uh, this is a real cool tweet. I liked it. Forbes politics reporter Andrew uh, Solander put this tweet out. Fun facts about Officer Clarence. Oh, cool. Uh, the Capital Comfort Dog, via his handler, uh, is the nation's first police comfort dog. He's been on the Jim Gaffigan show, and he's uh, he's also played a, in a Ford F-150 commercial. And he responded to Sandy Hook, Boston bombings, and Las Vegas, and Biden kissed his shoulder. I thought that was a nice one. Uh, but Alyssa C. Smith <laughs> didn't like that. So she screenshotted that tweet and then quote tweeted, not sure I've ever said this about a dog pic before, but I do not fucking care. Seven exclamations. <laughs> Free Clarence from his conscription 
into the carceral state and shut the fuck up. This is not an officer. It is a literal dog. Whoa. Uh, to which I responded, sounds like someone's in need of a little clearance time, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would fix her right up. Why is she so upset about people deputizing this dog? I don't fucking know. A carceral state is like a, a French yeah, yeah. word that has to do with the, like a penal, penal state system. from the right, 1700s. Yeah. Alyssa, Alyssa needs to look within. Maybe get no, on Talkspace.com. Yeah, definitely. Uh, good candidate yeah. for that. She's a good candidate for just probably leaving the house, maybe, uh, that she hasn't done in the yeah. last 18 mm -hmm. months. I yeah. multitasked. I thought of a few good words for the guy. Uh, dong doer, like wrongdoer, but dong doer. Uh, what about a deuterer? Like adulterer, a but a dude. A a deuter. I mean, Slay King is. I, I, it's a little. It's a Neither little of them too, really roll. Slay They're King both is good. definitely the, yeah. the, the, the spiciest, but also the most catchy uh, so far. All right. We'll keep working. But also we'll keep probably a little bit too right. glorified. About, it's too glorified. What about like a, a, a more? more? Yeah, but, but it has to be manly. The more is just a synonym <laughs> yeah. for adultery. Yeah. <laughs> you just you're just, no, it's a man, a man more. Whore. Oh, <laughs> a a more, 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 yeah. more. It's also more. It's also it's also the a m o u r a more is also uh, a secret Love, or illicit affair. It's a, it's not it's an affair. Ooh, yeah, that could okay. work. Just change it. It can't be a m o u r. Well, that's a m o u r. M h o r. We'll put a poll out. On t yeah. Bubba, put a poll out um, this morning Slay if you don't King mind. Of the, uh, or uh, more. I like more. I like, I like MH. <laughs> more. <laughs> Very creative. Um, all right, guys. Uh, quick one. I want to do a little COVID update, and this is uh, not going to talk about the vaccines or numbers. This is just more of a PSA with many of the Hive members fully participating in Fat Boy Summer out there. This is important. Um, and, you know, many of them are just are just uh, in this category. So a new study has come out that suggests that lazy people are twice as likely to die from COVID as non-lazy people. The article used uh, the term couch potatoes. Yeah. Um, the article was released by the British Journal of Sports Medicine from the article, quote, a study on the effect of exercise on 48,444 patients diagnosed from January 1st to October 21st, 2020, concluded that inactivity was the third biggest risk factor for severe illness, worse than heart disease, diabetes or smoking. Well, it's a good thing they lock you up inside your house then, because if what if what kills you is right. not moving around, then they should make you stay home. Right. I agree. This is a lung. Right. This is being, being lazy, lazy hurts us. you like with a lung disease thing. I, don't, I can't. Who was yeah. this? Did you say this was from Captain Obvious that released this report? Or well, the, so it's it's not necessarily the obesity either. It's just it's just being right. not um, not inactive. using like, your you lungs. Can be, you can be you can be skinny um, right. and inactive, and it's uh, 1.73 times greater odds of doing the ICU, and 2.49 times greater uh, um, possibility of dying from COVID. COVID if you're um, if you're consistently well, you know, inactive, I, it's hard to blame people yeah. for being inactive this last year. I mean, like what what the fuck? Right. Like, is somebody supposed to do like if they don't have like shit to do that's active around them and they're on lockdown? Yeah. What's yeah? I mean, we if. What's the word Sent sentient or what's it like? What's the name? Sentient. Sentient is when you're aware. Or like what? Uh, no, yeah, uh, no. But what, there's uh, a word similar to it, like the lifestyle. Sedentary. Yeah, yeah. Sedentary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that. Yeah. 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 Shocking. Yeah, but I agree with Will. It's it saved us. Being lazy actually saved us from uh, dying hmm. of being lazy. So uh, if we had if we had gone out in the beginning and like tried to exercise and gotten COVID, we'd be fucked. But now we're okay. Um, so yeah, even, even, uh, after it included variables such as obesity, 
um, and smoking um, in the analysis, we still saw inactivity was strongly associated oh. with much higher odds of hospitalization, according to one doctor. Um, so, yeah, if you want to save yourself just 30 minutes a day, and, and that'll up your chance of surviving pretty much anything yeah. if you walk 30 minutes That's the a thing. day. That's thing. It's anything. Um, unless you're allergic to grass. So You, you probably uh, get – yeah. this is also – if you're completely lazy, you're – uh, you're less likely to get laid, probably, if they want to do a report on that. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. You're probably, yeah. no, you're probably, probably not going to get a high paying job if you're lazy. Like, what are they, yeah. What are they talking about? Right. Yeah. Well, it's no, just they, because, they whole yeah, study it's because it, COVID, so. I think, it attacks, it attacks people who are sedentary, like you were saying. That, that, that yes. Is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and not just obese. All right, that's going to do it for Hard Factor, guys. Hey, we got reviews, voicemails coming up. Please leave us some reviews and voicemails, 512-270-1480. Fat Boy Summer merch is out there. It's catching on. We thank mm-hmm. everyone that's ordered that so far. It looks great on you. Please send us your pictures when it does come. Tag, uh, hashtag Fat Boy Summer. Only Let's get this got, movement started. I can't wait for my Fat Boy Summer tanks to come in because I'm wearing the rest of the year, tanks only. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a yeah. rule coming with tanks. There's got to be a rule about tanks, like the amount, like at least mm-hmm. once a week. Yeah, I'm down. All right. And that's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great fucking day.